Hello, hello, hello everybody. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the DigiCoach podcast. This episode is going to be on vitamins, B vitamins to start with. This was requested uh, by Kate. And because it's such a big topic, we are going to be talking about the B vitamins first. So there's eight altogether. It was originally thought of as a single B vitamin, um, but upon more research, it is actually eight compounds. So we'll go through those uh, and talk more about vitamins in general. Um, I hope you're all well. If you do have any uh, podcast ideas, just DM me, um, you know, share the podcast as well. That always helps me out. Um, It's great to see so many people listening. I really appreciate it. Um, Yeah, hopefully this is helpful and hopefully you'll learn something and you find it interesting. I do want to cover... Obviously, the other vitamins, I need to cover alcohol. Uh, I've been learning a lot about alcohol lately and how it affects the brain. It is fascinating. I think you guys are going to love it as well. Sorry if you hear some background noise. I've got the washer on, I've got my air fryer on and the oven. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so um, let's get into it. So caution is needed when you're taking multivitamins or if you're American, multivitamins. um, Because it's such a delicate balance. Uh, when you start taking more, say, vitamin C or iron or B12 and you're not deficient, it um, knocks the other vi- another vitamin, one or more, um, out of balance and it can affect the uptake uh, in the body. So then you can actually become deficient in another one. Your body's not as efficient as at using the vitamin because you're, you've upped another vitamin. So... Always be careful when taking multivitamins. You shouldn't be taking them unless you're deficient. Or if you're vegan or, you know, you struggle to get those um, vitamins through your food. Always get it through your food. Always remember that. And remember as well, in fitness, in health, in vitamins, in nutrition, in, in like all things health and fitness, more isn't always better. Um, there is usually a saturation point, um, a law of diminishing returns, which I've been talking about quite a bit lately. Um, so yeah, because I've got a few clients at the moment who are super motivated, you know, it's a new year and it's awesome to ride that motivation, you know, take advantage of it if you want to do an extra few steps, an extra session, excellent, but when you're training seven days a week, you need to think to yourself, am I getting as much as I'm putting into it? And in that case, no. Um, similar with uh, your nutrition as well and vitamins, like, or you might realise that, let's see... Uh, B12 is great for blood, red blood cell production. So you might think, oh, if I take more vitamins, uh, B12, I'll uh, have awesome blood. Doesn't work like that, you know. <laughs> right. So let's get into um, B vitamins. So yeah, caution is needed. They are water soluble, the B vitamins, but it's important to remember because I've heard some um, coaches, personal trainers saying. Oh, it's just B vitamin, you know, if you take too much of it, you'll just excrete it out in, in the form of urine. That's not entirely true. You need to remember, well, it, sorry, it, you will get rid of it, but it won't go through the body without having some sort of effect somewhere. Um, there was a story I'd heard recently about B vitamin 6, pyridoxine. Um, there was an athlete, a gymnast actually, who was experiencing pins and needles. So her coach said have more 
B vitamin, uh, sorry, pyridoxine in your diet. So she was taking a supplement and she lost grip of the bars and broke her back in three places because she had poisoning of B6. So that is, again, water soluble. A body, the excess, will have excreted it out or been excreting it out in, in urine, but it, it had uh, some sort of effect on her body and she lost grip. So, yeah, obviously, ended her career. So caution is needed. It should still be treated with respect, despite them being water-soluble. A few other notes. Um, they all generally tend to facilitate the release of energy from your food. So carbohydrates, fats and protein synthesis. The despite what some people say they don't contain any calories no vitamin does i don't know where that came from um if you have a deficiency of one b vitamin the likelihood of you having other deficiencies in b vitamins is heightened um, and another important thing to remember like i said we'll go into alcohol more in another podcast um alcohol destroys b vitamins so let's get into it so you've got eight b vitamins all together we've got b1 thiamine b2 riboflavin b3 niacin that used to also be called um nicotinic but because it sounded like that was due to the nicotinic acid but because it sounds so much like nicotine um, it was renamed to niacin because people didn't want um fuck prescribing themselves with nicotine for niacin <laughs> so that's b3 uh, b5 pantothenic acid b6 which is super important uh, like we've just discussed with the athlete um that there's a, there's a few uh, b6 vitamins but they're collectively known as pyridoxine and pyridoxine sorry um and yeah you can have toxicity with that b7 biotin uh, B9, folic acid, and B12, cyanocobalamin, and the synthetic is balamin, I'm sure. So, um, yeah, so let's get into it. So, B1, thiamine, so it's important to note that deficiency occurs uh, after 10 days of having a low thiamine diet. Stomach, uh, so it loves a acidic environment, so stomach acid loves but heat destroys it so be careful how you're cooking your food that contain b1 thiamine um so it's, it does it is so it is responsible its role is uh for the breakdown of carbohydrates and protein synthesis um and yeah so it's non-toxic so is b2 riboflavin Riboflavin comes out with your wee in like a greenish colour, you'd notice if you're taking a supplement that contains riboflavin B2. And uh, so yeah, you do pee it out. It's hard to uh reach toxic levels, there's no upper limit for B1 and B2. Um migraines actually, people who suffer with migraines are often prescribed, keyword prescribed by a doctor, um riboflavin it can help deficiencies the side effect to a deficiency is migraine um uv light destroys riboflavin which is in milk so it's a bad idea really to be getting glass bottles and sitting them out on your doorstep because you're just gonna have no b2 in there um b3 niacin um so yeah like i said niacin uh 
nicotinic acid and another compound equals niacin. It can be thought of as a drug. It was used before statin resin for, like it's a vasodilator, helps with cholesterol, like lowering cholesterol. Again, make sure it's prescribed to you. Like I'm not here to diagnose, treat or anything like that. So if you do think that you're deficient in any vitamins, minerals, etc., go and see your doctor to get a full blood work. Uh, it's a good idea, it's a good practice to do this every six months anyway. Um, I should practice what I preach, but you know what it's getting in at the doctors is like at the moment. Um, yeah, it's definitely uh, beneficial, especially if you're over the age of 50, because you can be deficient of B12. So we'll go into that shortly. Um, so yeah, niacin is considered a powerhouse in the B vitamins because it um, helps over 200 enzymes, like interacts, sorry, with two over 200 enzymes. It's busy, busy. Tryptophan, which is an amino acid, an essential amino acid that your body can't make, you need to get it from your food, is a precursor to serotonin, which we discussed on the live, but also um, to niacin, for niacin to work properly. So see how it's all like a web of, like they're all connected, so you, this is why a balanced diet is so important, that you're getting lots of fruit and veg, and if you don't like certain fruit and veggies, keep trying you'll find one that you like you know or you can and or you can um disguise them do what we have to do with toddlers you know like disguise them in your mash potato in smoothies you know it's a great way to get and introduce um and feed your good bacteria and new bacteria so yeah um a deficiency in niacin um is obviously a big problem because it's so busy like it's, it's got such a large role this like i said all of the b vitamins um metabolize carbs fat protein but as well as niacin's also involved with 200 enzymes precursor uh, sorry tryptophan is the precursor and for it to work and yeah side effects to deficiency amongst other serious conditions is dermatitis so yeah um, next, pansothenic acid, again, synthesis of uh, protein synthesis, yeah. Deficiencies include, like, sorry, side effects of deficiency, muscle cramping, sleep. Again, there's other conditions that can cause muscle cramping and sleep disturbances. So just, just watch, like, any self-diagnosis there. Pyridoxine, B6, um, well, collectively known as uh, as pyridoxin there's a few compounds in there um but toxicity can happen you want to have roughly less than 100 milligrams a day um and it interacts with over 100 enzymes again protein synthesis is, uh, sorry it's responsible for the protein synthesis of non-essential amino acids and it is able to turn protein into carbohydrates if needed so if you're a, a distance runner um, make sure you've got enough pyridoxin. Uh, deficiency is rare in the developed countries. Heat destroys it. So, yeah, watch how you cook your food. Um, and can deficiencies, although rare, can cause a ty uh, certain types of anemia and affect your nervous system, central nervous system, so your brain and your spinal cord. Then we've got B7, biotin, so again, protein synthesis, um, not much to say on biotin, it just does the usual. 
uh, although of course is important but i wanted to talk more about b9 and b12 so b9 is folic acid so think foliage for when you're thinking about your food so your green leafy vegetables but we're not talking about iceberg lettuce because it's not dark green is it um talking more of spinach kale like roughage um broccoli but remember heat does destroy folic acid so because it's so common like it destroys 90 percent of folic acid on broccoli like when you're heating it up um but if you you don't need to worry about that if you have cereals breakfast cereals are sprayed with b vitamins one being b9 folic acid um but remember when you're drinking make sure you drink your milk from the cereal because that's it's washed the b vitamins off the cereal and then if you discard the cereal you're not getting all them nutrients um so cold in this house i can see my breath for god's sake so another thing um so b9's role is the so it metabolizes amino acids it synthesizes dna and cell like it's responsible for cell division and we all know as well, if especially if you're a mother, how important folic acid is in early stages of pregnancy before a woman even knows that they're pregnant. Um, so always make sure that you, if you're female, slash if you've got a uterus, that you're high in folic acid. So, sorry, that you, you've got enough folic acid because before you even know you're pregnant, there could be defects in the brain if you're low in it. Neural tube is, is responsible for developing the neural tube in fetuses as well. Um, but because of the cell division role, um, if you do have cancer and you're not like you obviously don't know that you've got cancer, it can fuel the fire there. Um, it can have a negative effect on your immune system. It's it's partly responsible for developing your white blood cells so it's it's super super important folic acid it can also if you are deficient in folic acid you can also be like i said before if you're deficient in one vitamin b vitamin you're likely deficient in another but folic acid can um mask that as well so you think that you're just um uh, deficient in folic acid but it's another one but you can't tell yet so it's important to constantly keep um, your folic acid high now uh, b12 cyanocobalamin so this is a unique vitamin because you can store up to two years in the liver of the vitamin um this is important like i see um older people and vegans who you usually become deficient in this uh, vitamin it's responsible for the production in red blood cells keeping the central nervous system working correctly uh, and obviously the metabolism of the macronutrients carbs fats protein for synthesis now gastric bypass patients um, and what do you call it bariatric surgery they have problems with b12 not straight away because of the two years stored in the liver the sorry the amount of of b12 that can be stored in the liver um but you need the stomach acid because intrinsic acid uh, sorry the, the intrinsic factor which is i think it's a mineral 
But anyway, it's a precursor for B12 to work properly, but it comes from stomach acid. Sorry, it comes from the stomach, and yeah, your, your stomach acid's needed for it all to work properly. And obviously, uh, if you've had geriatric surgery, gastric bypass, I don't know the difference between them two. Very similar, or if it's just another name for it. But anyway, um, they've obviously got less stomach, less stomach acid. Um, so yeah, they can have trouble with making, like they might they might eat the animal protein, which um, cyanocobalamin B12 is in, because the, yeah, the animal makes it, or eats it from the, or eats it from the, uh, the gratin, I'm sure. Yeah, anyway. The animal protein contained B12. See what I mean? It's a minefield. Um, so they, might, they may eat the animal protein and eat plenty of it, but if they've not got intrinsic factor or enough stomach acid, then B12's not going to be um, available to that person. So if you are... Think, because it, it, B12 deficiency can be mistaken for iron deficiency... And in this common, in this um, Western diet, especially with like all the alternatives to meat, it is becoming more and more um, common to have a B twelve deficiency. Um, so yeah, you you can, because it it's a very important hormone, and yeah, that's why if you think you're tired and stuff, but you eat a lot of meat and you're over the age of fifty, you're vegan, um, go to the doctors and. Just check your blood. If you are deficient, you will likely get injections. I think it's once a month. Um, you can also have large oral doses, but it's usually injections. Um, there's different types of anemia, but it does cause a type of anemia. And it can be irreversible because it can cause nerve destruction. So it's super, super, super uh, important not to be um, deficient in B12. There's no toxicity higher toxicity levels ill effects of getting too much because it is peed out again but again it's not going to go through your system without having some sort of effect so yeah that's the the eight b vitamins doctor says well folic acid as folic acid so rather than eating broccoli or uh, any foliage um doesn't have the bioavailability that uh, folic acid being sprayed on breakfast cereals does. So you get 100% of folic acid if you're eating breakfast cereal, whereas if you're destroying it with heat, you know, via broccoli or kale in the oven, you know, you are uh, destroying that. So uh, it's always a good idea to get uh, full blood work done at the, the doctors. Um, but the best thing that you can do is get everything from your diet um but yeah hopefully this was helpful i think that's all i wanted to say oh a little bit about alcohol as well so as i said like alcohol destroys b vitamins so people who are having alcohol most nights um can be seen with vitamin b1 thiamine b2 riboflavin and b3 niacin deficiencies so Chelosis is a common side effect. So that's when you get. Um, I had this as a child actually. That's when you um, are deficient in B two riboflavin. Which remember when I said to you that like, UV light destroys riboflavin like in, from in milk. Now I didn't like milk when I was growing up, 
and I had the little cracks at the corner of my mouth and you see a lot of teenagers with it um, so that's usually obviously you want to get you want to double check with the doctor um, but that's usually B2 deficiency and yeah alcoholics experience that as well the canals so it's called chelosis um, beefy tongue as well <laughs> whatever that means <laughs> I like like a, a spongy tongue that, well a tongue that's not normal is um, a vitamin deficiency and take note as well because they always manifest around the mouth first these B vitamin deficiencies so if you experience any blisters on your tongue underneath your tongue um, check it out because it's usually a deficiency in one of these vitamins so yeah just remember that always manifest in the mouth first and then eventually they go through all the the GI tract um, but yeah I think that's everything that I wanted to talk about um, I will do an episode in vitamin A like the antioxidants that'll be super interesting as well um, cancer fighting vitamins um, but yeah if you've got any any questions or if you enjoyed this episode or anything like that if you can share it on your Instagram your Facebook and tag me in it that'd be great it's at the digicoach PT is my handle on Instagram. Um, but yeah, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.